Sporting Goss, we're talking WAFL football, and of course the action is on Saturday. It is a 2.10 start for Adelaide Oval for East Perth and East Tremadle. Basically playing for the best of the rest, Jeremy Barnard, the coach of East Perth, and they've had a building season, East Perth. They've let some games slip, but at the end of the day, I think they've built and got a basis for next season. He joins us now. Barney, what do you hope to achieve in the next couple of weeks? Thanks for joining us. Oh, yeah, thanks, thanks for calling, Tim. Uh, well, the first thing is we want to continue to try and win every game possible, even though there's only a couple left. Um, we, we feel that uh, we've played some good footy over the past sort of seven, eight weeks. Um, uh, and today, this week will be a great test for us. But, yeah, we'll continue to try and win every game as well as build our list and continue on with our list strategy. Yeah, East Fremantle had a very good win over Subiaco last week. They blew them away in one quarter in particular. Um, they went tall. They played tall up forward to try and stretch Subiaco's defence, which was missing a few. Um, what are you expecting their lineup to look like this week? Oh, pretty similar. Yeah, it's uh, Dixon, O'Brien and Marsh got hold of them and, uh, and also uh, Stranatica kicked two mm. goals there, Ruckman. So, yeah, we'll definitely uh, plan for that. Um, and, and I would assume Bill would go with the same strategy considering that they, uh, they were their major goal kickers and they're very good players as well. Yeah, and they got you early on in the season as well in that game. In fact, uh, you stormed home. I think you doubled your score in a quarter last time you played them and they were goalless in the last quarter, but the game was gone. Yeah, pretty much. They clipped us in the third quarter. Um, Dixon just took marks all over the joint. I've never seen anything like it. He <laughs> marks running forwards, backwards and sideways. Um, and, yeah, it was a seven-goal quarter. We managed to kick uh, five goals to one point the last quarter, but, yeah, unfortunately, um, we, we couldn't, make up the, couldn't make up the ground. Yeah, and so you've only got the one game after that, and that is against uh, Subiaco, of course, in the last game of the year. Uh, Justin, mark your season if you can. I know it's a, it's hard to do, but just mark your season. You, you've had, you know, you've had the building blocks are in place. You're, you're trying to work out who's there for next year going on, and obviously seeking players. And it's pretty hard in this COVID crazy world that we're into trying to track people in and out of uh, WA. But, um, just tell us a bit about probably marking your team and your club out of ten this year. Oh, I think it it would be a five, um, and the main reason is, you know, we started zero and six. Unfortunately, um, we we couldn't get our best players on the path due to various reasons, mainly just through soft tissue injury and a bit of bad luck. Um, when we were uh, so zero and six, you know, they put you two out of ten to start with. Um, then, yeah, we've won six out of our last ten, so we've been able to build that through. Uh, but we have continued on with our with our list list building strategy. Uh, when I came to the club, obviously we knew uh, after the alignment finished that we would have to build for a sustainable success. And you know we've continued on with that strategy. We put games into uh, Sparks and Watts, Wilcox, Masanda, Young, uh, Merritt, Edwards, Ball, Magro, because um, the whole thing is to build sustainable success and then just to find out where the gaps are in your list and then either recruit or uh, develop from within. So that, our strategy is still is still omnipresent. We're still working on that. Um, we do know with younger players that you are going to get inconsistency. Um, you don't want it, but you know that. Um, and the weekend is a great example. You know, we won two in a row, beating Claremont in the purse. Mm. And then on the weekend, we were very flat and uh, Swan Districts got hold of us. So... Um, 
we know where we're going and we know the strategy we need to employ for sustainable success, not immediate, and we'll continue to do that. And a part of that is also your Colts program where you've uh, sit third on the ladder. You had a loss on the weekend, of course, but uh, at the same time, you've, you sit with 10 wins out of the 14 and um, you're safe into the finals. So that's a, that's a good sign for the club going forward. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Daniel Curtis and uh, Valentine are doing a fantastic job down with our Colts. We've got a number of players, both from the city and the country. We've got five in the state program. And then uh, young Kane Dittmar made his debut on the weekend. We brought him up for the Colts to play league footy. So uh, there's no doubt. I mean, if you look at the top clubs in the Waffle, um, having that production line of uh, talented players coming through uh, is certainly part of the the um, sustainable strategy. So, yeah, they're doing a great job and we'll continue to work on them. Now, this is a little bit bizarre. I think it's Edward Simpson. Is Edward Simpson the bloke that's got that bizarre head down, almost the perfect ball drop, head over ball, not look where ball go kicking style? Is that the bloke that I recognise? Is he the kid that plays up forward? Yeah, that's him, Eddie Simpson. Yeah, Yeah. uh, that's exactly right. We've done a lot of work with his goal kicking and we just found... Um, what what he was doing was just lifting his head. So goal kicking is exactly the same as uh, as driving with with golf. If you lift your head mm. too early, then you actually miss where the ball's going to go. It sounds ridiculous, but <laughs> you know the number one thing we say to our players when we're um, developing their goal kicking technique is, uh, "What's the last thing you should see when you kick the ball?" And they all go, "Oh, I don't know, the goals." No, mate, the ball. Look at the ball. Exactly. So, yeah, he's, he does it to the nth degree. And, uh, yeah, he's a very good set shot. He's a wonderful set shot. Uh, he's had, uh, I think he had a goalless game against Swans and, and I think he had one against West Perth. But he's sort of always around the two and three goal mark. And, and he also can clunk it. He takes plenty of marks. So I remember a game, I think it was against South Romano, he kicked, uh, kicked three, but he, I think he took ten marks. And yeah, he, he's an upside. I mean, I know he's your leading goal kicker in that ridiculous year last year. And, Probably something not to be, you know, not something for his uh, scrapbook because it wasn't a huge year for anybody, but still was the leading goal kicker. But he, he's an upside. He's an upside player for you. Um, and I think there's a bit of a future there in uh, in Eddie Simpson. Yeah, you, you've picked it one. Uh, we were able to recruit him over from Claremont uh, two years ago. Um, you know, no real state secret there. They've got a number of key forwards and. And he's also, so we're developing as our, our key forward as well as our part-time ruckman. So we decided to go with a different strategy and let uh, Scott Jones do most of the ruck work by himself and Ed just chops him out. Um, and he's developing that as well. So, yeah, he, he's part of our long-term strategy as well. Very good. All right, this week, East Fremantle. Be nice to get another win under your belt. You've got Subi next week. You can drop your form then if that would be greatly appreciated. Thanks. Um, but, apart, <laughs> but, but apart from that, mate, just keep winning. And uh, well done, I think, to yourself and to the crew at East Perth. Uh, you've stuck to the task uh, wonderfully well, as you said, after the very tardy start to the year yeah. due, to, due to lack of personnel. But the opportunity now arises where you can finish uh, just outside the, 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 the top five and uh, you can mark that year down as a building year for next year. So I appreciate your time, Barney. No problem at all. Thank you. There's Jeremy Barnard joining us on Sporting Goss, coach of East Perth. They take East Fremantle this weekend at Leaderville. We'll get along and see wonderful football and two teams who are striving for bigger things in 2022.